0: He's like, hello. I'm like, no, bad. Don't say hello. Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast made by the community for the community. This is episode 49, and I'm Bookworm.
1: And I'm Shatmakon.
0: And we're back with another week where Valiant doesn't actually play. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Interesting to say.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, it's just one of those weeks where I'm not really motivated to watch the games because there's no Valiant.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. It was a pretty busy weekend, though.
0: Yeah. Oh. We ha- we finally saw the return of the Vancouver Titans, and they did not have the best of returns. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the game, like. Well, we did have our full 10 games over two days. Like, some of them were exciting, some were not. And yeah, should we get right into it?
1: Yeah, let's just dive out right on in.
0: Yeah, starting off uh, Saturday, early morning. Hangzhou Spark versus Chengdu Hunters. Spark taking it 3-0. to Yeah, uh,
1: this one was a little bit closer than what the score suggests. Uh, Chengdu h- hung in there pretty well with the Spark, but... Yeah, they just couldn't completely hang against the Spark, if you get what I'm trying to say.
0: <laughs> hang in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, the Hunters definitely looked a little bit better because, you know, Ball was back in rotation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Hunters are kind of known for their wild comps, but, you yeah, know, their, their wild comps are just really not working for them <laughs> this season so far.
0: Yeah. Um I feel like it's just a product of the fact that we have uh, hero rotations as well as having such a small pool of teams to go up against. So, like, they might have a really weird comp that works very well, but, you know, the one hero they need and it, it's going to be banned, and it all falls apart.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but and... then, uh, yeah, after that, we had Vancouver Titans finally back in rotation and play since they're in Korea. Going up against the Guangzhou Charge, surprisingly question mark i mean it kind of surprised me but guangzhou charge taking the titans three nothing
0: yeah when i was looking at this matchup i was thinking okay charge is doing pretty damn well and titans weren't necessarily looking as hot as they did last season so i was thinking i it was like it's gonna go like three two in either way like it's gonna go the distance no it didn't they just (laughs) stomped on them so hard
1: yeah, the closest m- map was Nepal, and that's because that was a 2-1 win on Nepal for the charge. But yeah, after that, Eichenwal did not go very well for the Titans, and Volskaya definitely did not go well for them.
0: Yeah, like Nero just decided to BM them the entire time on the on the, the Titans' push. Because they, like, charge just charged in there and had their, their offensive take so fast, I think... I think they even said that uh Titans had like no kills on defense. Uh,
1: I believe uh, so,
0: yeah. Like I don't know if they I, I I was watching it at like a slightly sped up speed because I had to watch it on VOD and I was like, you know, I don't wanna watch this whole thing like super snowy. I know they're gonna news anyway. <laughs> so I so I didn't catch whether they meant it was just the DPS that had no kills or it was the Titans entirety that had no kills on that defense. But yeah, like either way, that's pretty bad. And Titans go on uh, the offense and they just can't seem to break through. And the entire time, Nero on that May is just spamming, hang in there, hang in there, hang in there, just <laughs> BMing them so, so bad with that. Like, they, even the casters are making jokes like, oh, and Sue got a kill. And even with that kill, they couldn't take the point. They just, they just couldn't do anything. It was it was so weird to see it. Because you think, like, oh, like, they're the titans. They came close to being the champions last year. Yeah. And no. No. <laughs> I, I don't think that even if they kept all the same players on the team as last year, they would have done much of a difference, because there's obvious reasons on why, like, some of those players had to leave, um, though the synergy they had together could only carry them so far, at one point there was going to be a breaking point, and like, seeing the changes they made for this season was obviously not the right ones, it's just I, I wonder what they have in store for them, like if they're going to try to make any changes because, like, I don't think a lot of the teams can even make changes without the, uh the, the Pan deck pandemic is playing out because it's not like you can pick up a player and fly them out to you right now it's just kind of not possible right now
1: yeah basically rosters are for all intents and purposes totally locked right now
0: yeah because like I don't remember when like the league it knocks the the rosters entirely because like they are doing different system this this uh, season around like they don't have the stage playoffs stuff like they had last season a it's changed, so I'm not sure exactly when they it would be officially knocked. But like even if they weren't officially knocked, like I don't I don't think like by the time it reaches that date that there'll be any opportunity to pick up players anyway.
1: Yeah. It's a strange time, so mm-hmm. <laughs> teams just gonna have to just try to make do with what they have as far as their rushers go.
0: So and I like, I feel a like kind of like like what about those teams that maybe tried to pick somebody up? Saw they weren't gonna work out. Just gonna try to solve them and pick someone up. Like they're screwed now.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So like you really have to hope that your gamble worked out because you you don't have a chance to pick up Nails now. Like you have a normal knee way because those is the online aspect of it. So like maybe you don't have to fly them out, but at the same time like get, making sure they have a machine that can run the game. And they have enough, like, a big enough, uh, what's it called, like, bandwidth, right? Yeah. To be able to, like, play it properly without ping issues. Yeah, like, it's, it's going to be really tough for any team that wants to pick up a player. Especially since there's some teams that specifically have spots open to pick up players.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, Charge, not looking well. Not charge. Titans, not looking well against the Charge. Huh. <laughs> I swear, like... I can't even blame my cat today. She's sitting on the floor.
1: I mean, maybe she's just getting into your head anyway.
0: Yeah, true. Cats cats are amazing. Don't forget that. But yeah, next game. Philadelphia uh, Fusion versus Paris Eternal. Oh my god, Fusion. Taking it to another map. Five fusions, please. Yeah,
1: <sighs> but uh, still pretty, pretty dang exciting game. Probably, arguably, one of the most exciting game of the weekend. The other would be Philadelphia's second game of the weekend.
0: Philadelphia's just carrying this weekend.
1: Yeah. Uh, but they got a reverse sweep here on Paris. Against Paris, rather, is what I should say. Um, but, yeah, it was a super exciting game. It was a really fun game overall from both teams. I mean, it's definitely going to be demoralizing to Paris getting reverse swept. But I would say still very fun game, so nothing to be ashamed of from either team.
0: I hope it's not like too demoralizing. because, uh, what's, how do you pronounce it again? XZ? XZ, yeah. Yeah, he had to go back to Korea due to some neck ish- injuries or something. Like, he has some neck issues, he had to go to a doctor for. And, you know, you've been demoralized after newsing, and then you news a player as well, and like, I-, I hope it doesn't hurt them too bad.
1: Yeah, hopefully not, but if there was a game I recommend anybody watch Avada from this past weekend, it would be this game, because this was a super good, super exciting game for all the right reasons.
0: (laughs) And then in contrast, you have the Houston Adnals against Boston Uprising.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, the Toilet Bowl, but Houston won (laughs) 3-1. Yeah, but yeah, Houston came out on top. Uh, I mean, if you want to watch highlights for it, I guess, but like Honestly, I I I can't tell you a highlight from this game because I honestly don't remember one.
0: Uh, the curious case of the Houston Astros. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking like how, how many wins does Boston even have this season?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure they have just one. Let me double check that.
0: Check the standings. Uh, yep. No one and six. Yeah, they will last days. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that that just sucks.
1: It does yes
0: especially especially since they actually have a chance to have like racked up games and they just haven't gotten one like past the what was that one game was was also the one win against the odds or something that doesn't when did we actually see what, what let's see it
1: might have been
0: yeah let's see if he'll actually show me
1: yeah they beat uh Houston three two back mm-hmm. in February.
0: So, yeah, the one win is against the Outlaws, who just beat them. So, like, is this a product of the Hero Bands yeah. oh, or yes. Boston getting worse?
1: Yeah, but, yeah, that first game was the the first toy ball, an absolute toy ball, because that one was the one that went to seven maps. Seven.
0: Oh, yeah, the seven <laughs> maps. Oh, my God, that was just crazy. Oh,
1: that was, uh, that was, uh, that was a game. <laughs>
0: You know that's it's one of those things that makes me mad it wasn't at the Blizzard arena because i would have been sitting there for like seven games
1: yeah i would have bounced
0: i would have bounced
1: i probably would have left too
0: <laughs> it's like uh when danis had that pause right
1: yes the great uncle it was a, it pause was of uncle 2018
0: pause. It, it didn't turn out to not actually be uncle the issue <laughs>
1: Uh he was the root of the issue, but then like something else did come up, yeah, but I don't remember now yeah. what it was. But either way, anytime there's a pause that happens, I always make the joke that Unko is appearing and he's coming out on stage and he's got a he's got a you know, metal folding chair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uncle pause too and actually booganoo. Yeah,
1: he's gonna get in there and play.
0: <laughs> I just love the memes that come from Overwatch and Egg.
1: They are pretty good, yeah.
0: Yeah, moving on to the next game, past the toilet bowl, into Washington Justice versus Dennis Fuel. Dennis Fuel picking stuff up and getting the 3-0. Yeah,
1: poor Justice, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is just Justice showing their weakness, or Dallas actually showing that they actually know how to play now.
0: Or is it Dennis taking advantage of the hero bands?
1: I mean, it could it's, have it's... been, yeah, that too. Yeah.
0: It's one of those things like you have you don't know exactly what's going on now because of the hero bans. There's some stuff that's like very, very apparent, especially when you have those players that are essentially known as one-tricks. So yeah. it's, it's one, one of those times it's like, oh, it's a little more apparent when it's actually the hero bans, but this one's like a tough one to tell.
1: Yeah, but... I mean, they... It was, it was a pretty relatively close game, at least. I mean, if you actually looked at, at the map scores... Uh, yeah, I mean, Justice never really got stomped. I mean, the closest one would have been Ilios, where they lost 2-0, but it wasn't like a 100-0 two maps in a row. Like, Washington did get percentage built up, uh, and then Nubani was close. That was 3-2. Just Justice just came up a little, sharp, a little short. And then on, on Hanamura, I mean, 2-CP, but, I mean, Dallas won it 2-1, but <laughs> it's 2cp
0: two 2cp two <laughs> that's all you gotta say yeah Um. that was the last game of Saturday moving on to Sunday we had Chengdu Hunters against the Vancouver Titans Hunters taking a 3-1 to one.
1: yeah so oh boy yeah Titans definitely are not looking as strong as probably a lot of people no. thought they would be a lot of people try to say the titans were pretty meta proof like the shock saying that they had so many talented players that have such good hero pool like pool of heroes they can play and apparently not because titans not doing good with their first few games with uh hero bands in
0: yeah and like, like even if you look at them before the hero bands kicked in like the game against the a they didn't necessarily look as strong as they did because despite the score, like, and besides our our bias, like, they weren't as dominating as the season prior. And you're just like, what's the issue here? Are are you immediately going to blame Fisher? Because, you know, it's a fun thing to blame Fisher, but is he actually at the root of the problem? Um, Do you blame Hong Because he might not have as much synergy with the rest of the team, because he's, like, newer, and same with fisher like who you've named janu because janu had some questionable plays this time around um this this is so much going on like
1: yeah but...
0: it's so weird you you think this titan would actually live up to the name and the what happened the season prior like come on what's going on
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean the only map they looked convincing on was busan because they won that 2-0 Uh, And then Hunters just took over. (laughs) Like, I don't know what else to say about it. Hunters got the best of them on Eichenwald 2-1. They won Volskaya, but 2-CP. But it was pretty convincing. And then on Dorado, the Hunters just rolled over, all over the Titans.
0: You, You wouldn't expect the Hunters to beat the Titans. Like, if you told somebody from last season that the Hunters beat the Titans... They'd be like, what? Nah, yeah. nah, you're <laughs> kidding, right? You mean they won a map, not they won the series. Oh, they won the series. I'm going to go like, make sure I don't bet against them again. Because <laughs> I was going to bet against them. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, the Titans are totally going to win. Nope, 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 nope. I just really want to know whether or not this was this one specific hero band. Because like we said before, they didn't in look the best. Prior to this, either way, were they just too comfortable? Did they not practice enough? Was it just too long of a break without playing? Like, what's going to happen here?
1: Yeah, maybe they're just. Yeah, they were just straight up rusty since this was their first game since opening weekend.
0: Yep, and then after that, we had the Shanghai Dragons going up against the Guangzhou Charge. Dragons taking it 3 0, which is. You know, according to Nogic, means the Dragons are also better than the Titans. So, we're leaning towards most of the... Uh, actually, no, yeah, because Spock took out the Hunters. That means all the Chinese teams are better than the Titans. Obviously.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> despite the 3-0 score for Shanghai, Charge really did push them to the limit. <laughs> I mean, there, there really wasn't a stomp by the Dragons. Yeah, I mean, they won 3-0, but when you look at the finer details, it's like, it was a pretty hard fought 3-0. The charge just didn't roll over. Because Shanghai won Ilios 2-1, they won Hollywood 2-1, and then they won Paris 4-3, so...
0: Uh, charge, in usual charge fashion, you know. Doesn't roll over. Um, I'm trying to think of a pun, because, you know, rams, sheep, the sheep that faint when you scream at them. Uh, but I can't think of one right now.
1: Uh, well, technically speaking, uh, sheeps and goats don't faint. When they do that, it's a it's a genetic disorder. <laughs> hmm. That causes their joints to lock up. So that's why they fall over.
0: Yeah, so uh, see, uh, damn, like, I see... Damn, I was hoping to be able to like, think on the fly. Like, oh yeah, the, the rams, not sheep. That's why they don't faint and run over or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Can you tell?
1: <laughs> it's I, don't, okay.
0: that, I, I don't. I still have my like provisional pun license. I haven't gone up a, past my appre- apprenticeship, so.
1: At least you're trying. That's what that's what matters most here.
0: <laughs> but, um, that was the end of the games for the early morning Sunday. Uh, moving on to the second half of Sunday, we bring you the Houston Outlaws versus Toronto Defiant.
1: Oh, my brain.
0: Uh, (laughs) Are you uh, losing brain cells just thinking about it?
1: Yeah, I'm starting to lose more again just thinking about it. Uh, A Tale of Two Cities, but in this case, Tale of Two Halves. Uh, Toronto looking really good in the first two games, and Houston looking extremely bad in those first two games. I mean, Houston got full held on Numbani by an Ash. And you know it's bad when there's a stat that comes up saying Ash has had a total play time for this season, just this season, of less than five minutes.
0: So essentially, like, on a fifth play time,
1: got was doubled. on that map. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it like. got doubled because then Toronto did bring the Ash out again later in the game. Uh, but by that time, it was looking bad for Toronto because after halftime, Houston just tore them up and got the reverse sweep, 3-2.
0: Obviously, they were so demonized because of that ash that they uh, needed to play the opposite game and beat them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know though, object It's the curious case of the Houston Outlaws, as usual.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will give a warning. If you're curious about this game, you can watch it just to see what I mean by like just how drastically different both of these teams were in both halves. But like, just be just be ready because it's just like it's so questionable just throughout it's just like what the hell's going on here
0: then after that we have something that helps you regain your brain cells ever so slightly with the Philadelphia Fusion versus Atlanta Rain
1: yes uh, Philly finding themselves yet again winning in five maps uh, this time preventing the reverse sweep they, Philadelphia was up to nothing at halftime Atlanta came roaring back to tie it up and Philadelphia finished them off in map five. But uh, this would be another game I would recommend watching. Like I said earlier, if there was two games I'd recommend to actually watch from this past weekend, it's both of Philadelphia's games because they were good and exciting and full map fives for all the right reasons.
0: <laughs> I don't know if maybe the Philadelphia Fusion has a contractual... contractual- Obligation to go to Math Five. But uh the, the I I smell something fishy here. Like what's going on? Let me put on my tin for a hat.
1: Yeah, I honestly I think they do have some kind of contractual obligation to do it.
0: See the the longer they're up on uh, playing, the longer the sponsors are up on the screen, uh meaning more money, ka ching ka ching.
1: I mean basically, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. That's my tinfoil hat for the day. <laughs> And after that, we had San Francisco Shock versus the NA Gladiators. Uh, Shock, I guess, redeeming themselves, taking it 3 0. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, really, only Ilios was the close map. Uh, Shock winning that 2 1. And then after that, it just. They pretty much rolled Gladiators. I mean, they still barely beat them, technically, scoreline wise. They beat them on Ikenwald 4-3 and 3-2 on Volskaya but like honestly with Ikenwald
0: like that one was more of a thing of they went into uh, their second push and they didn't even let the Gnadiators take a tick so it's one of those like they just had a a really good defense and then they just had to have even the snidest of offense to take it so it's like maybe you were great at your first push but you left no steam for your second push
1: yeah, basically. <laughs> and then, it,
0: it was so weird. It was so weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. But then, yeah, Volskaya, 2CP. I mean, it just, I don't know what to say about it. 2CP is just so weird.
0: <laughs> like, there's some good plays. Like I, I'd watch the High Nights for this one. I did watch the High Knights for this one. <laughs> and uh, There's some funny stuff. Like, An's un- ending up recalling into a uh, Doomfist Punch. If I watched that correctly,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> I was like, right. I think he like got off the post bomb and then recalled right into the punch. So even though he died, he still like he had just killed somebody, and I think it was actually the wrecking ball that he killed, something like that, something like that. It, it ended up being a high value play. Yeah, and it was also really interesting because you got to see players uh, who maybe would usually be on the honor be on the Baptiste instead, or maybe if they're on the Honor is the on the Baptiste, because they, they're the ones who are a bit more the DPS heavy. And you see DPS, like DPS, uh, Baptiste being like a pseudo DPS and taking out the pharaoh a lot of the times, uh, helping out Anz, because he, he was on the Widow uh, whenever he wasn't on the Tracer. So it was very interesting seeing that. Like, that, that is something I would recommend looking at, because it's just so interesting seeing how Honor being out of the play makes Baptiste more meta, in, in along with Nusio so you know you got you got like moth on the uh on Nusio and like well he's comfortable along with uh who is it uh I just said his name
1: Hans?
0: Vineet Vineet no, yeah, <laughs> Vineet on uh Baptiste uh I, was, I, I don't know why I've out with the shocks uh players occasionally don't blame me. Blame uh, my cat who's still sleeping on the floor. She's so cute.
1: Uh, I'm just going to blame my blanking out on rethinking about the Houston Toronto game. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Name the Houston Toronto game. Having to
1: relive that, he- that game in my head just now just like made me lose enough brain brain cells <laughs> for the time being.
0: Yeah, but those were the games this week. I'm not forgetting a random Chinese game in the morning this time around.
1: Well, it also helps that they were not on a Monday this time.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, we move on to the hero pools. Uh, well, we didn't have Noi save us.
1: No, unfortunately not. Instead, they decided to implement a computer algorithm to do the hero bans this week. Uh, kind of weird and questionable because now the way that the algorithm works is it's still weighs the tickets the same as far as what they decided to start using. But now they're also using hero usage percentage, not only from the league, but from contenders and open division, which is cool, I guess, because at least they're trying to bring some kind of limelight and support to T2 and T3. Uh, But apparently they're also using actual competitive play stats from, you know, the general fan base. I don't know how true or not that is. I, and if it is true, I want to say, like, it's not very weighted at all because, let's face it, the general player base doesn't exactly play the meta. Yeah. <laughs> the people like to play whatever they want to play despite it being competitive play. So I want to say it's definitely more weighted towards, you know, Overwatch League's usage and then weighted a little bit less compared to to Contenders and a little bit less to Open Division's uh, usage. It's but one of those things
0: that's, like, it was kind of a good thing because now instead of having to think, like, oh, this week in the live service, it's this, but it's different on the competitive side of things. And it's, like, there was also this whole thing where, like, Overwatch League was kind of, like, stopped for, what was it, like, oh, ov- like, was it two weeks that they had, like, the same hero bands because they couldn't do the games and stuff and they had to switch things up. And but that's still carried on into contenders. So contenders had the same hero bands for a few weeks. And it it was one of those things that, like they they couldn't change it, like they're on the same schedule as the Overwatch League So now they're having everything linked together instead of just having like Overwatch League and Contenders and then having the open division be something else and having uh, the the servers be something else and having Canegion be something else. Like now they're just like standardizing the hero bands on across it.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I kind of like the fact that they're unifying it across the board, but um, it's just kind of weird that, you know, apparently they're using just general competitive stats, too, from the player base, but I want to say that's not true, and if it is, it's not very well uh, rego- uh, used.
0: <laughs> it says, wait, uh, I'm looking at the article again, says so it will be determined uh, that compiles hero play rates from high level competitive play matches from the preceding two weeks, so that might have to do with maybe like uh what's it called masters and above
1: yeah maybe yeah it's like taking like masters or grandmasters and above cause, yeah because high level
0: yeah because like trust us gold they, you're not getting any valid information from gold
1: yeah but regardless of that so for the actual bands so as always they started with support uh because of unifying the hero pools for the top three you know competitive leagues uh, Brigitte was the only eligible support because all other supports that were eligible based on their usage could not be banned because there were you know they would have been banned two weeks in a row in one of the top three leagues (laughs) So, unfortunately, Brig was the only eligible one, so she was banned. I mean, it's not the worst ban, like as far as teams are probably concerned. But it's
0: not like banning Nucio again.
1: D- yeah, don't but ban it, it, boy. It, it's just, <laughs> don't. it's just funny to think about that. Like it worked out that way, where pretty much every hero from that part of the pool got eliminated basically on a rule technicality, and it left one to be picked. So obviously, that was the pick.
0: And it's not surprising because like each different like Neville was having different bands so like when you're gonna unify it you're gonna be left with a much smaller pool to choose from because you've immediately maybe taken out three three heroes that might have been already banned that you can't ban now which 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 is what happened in this case but now that's gonna be uniform it's gonna be a no easier you're not gonna see one person being the only one and now to be banned this time around
1: yeah, basically.
0: But yeah, um, after that, uh, Tank is a funny one because uh, uh, Reinhardt was banned again, and I'm sad. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: Zoe so totally debated and set it up, set up reinforced for that, because he was laughing, he was having a good time because of, you know, circumstances around why Brigitte got banned, and then just totally set him up to find out that his character got banned.
0: Like his favorite, the one that everybody jokes around because like it matches his name. Out, out of the meta, out, get out.
1: <laughs> yep, but. <laughs> and I mean, I'm just
0: like wondering how it's gonna affect Vanyan because they have to play on this uh, meta. I'm like, no, <laughs> give us back tanks.
1: <laughs> give, yeah. Give us back
0: like, all Reinhardt. But at yeah. the same time, like we're going up against somebody who's also no tank heavy with Reinhardt. So.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, the other two bands were McCree and Widow. So not a lot of hit scan available. Hasn't hasn't teams. McCree
0: and Widow been banned together before? Isn't that like Yeah, that was the first year band. They they've been banned together again.
1: Yeah, about say yeah, I I'm pretty sure yeah the first week bands were McCree, Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, yeah. We when week five when they went into effect, it was McCree and Widow <laughs> that were banned with Reinhardt.
0: Oh my god. So the
1: three of them just all got re-banned together.
0: It would be funny if it was Moira. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah,
1: uh, it, that would have been an exact repeat of the first hero pool.
0: <laughs> which would show that humans aren't too far from the algorithm.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, it's also like... Uh, why do you have to ban the hit scans? Like, come on. Right, well, we might see Soldier 76 in play again, if you think about
1: it. Yeah, which I mean is exciting to see because yeah, now I'm curious about what uh, Valiant's going to look like as far as this meta goes.
0: Lock the legs. Lock the legs. Oh, my God. Torb battles. What if we have more Torb battles?
1: We very well could have more Torb battles. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll even see and apply play.
0: Oh, my God. That'd be scenarios. Mm-hmm. If, like, one of them was on Torb.
1: <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if one of them goes on Torb.
0: Man, yeah, like, since we have the hit scans banned, like, we might not need, uh... KSF and KSP because they're both kind of hit scan heavy, even though they both like very flexible. Uh, KSF I feel is a bit more flexible than KSP. Yeah,
1: uh, K- KSP really is just a hit scan player.
0: So yeah, we we might see a for KSP or something. Who knows?
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, this week's schedule's really funky. Two games Thursday, three games Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday early in the morning because it's only Chinese teams playing boy. Yeah, but I mean, we get a Battle of LA, like a legitimate one this time, not just, you know, goofing around on the PTR.
0: <laughs> hey, those are fun too.
1: They are, but now they gotta take it a little more serious is what I'm trying to say. They can't just, you know, have fun. They
0: can't just have a torp battle and then plug yeah, in they, they, the, they uh, they can't the cultures. Mutu- yeah,
1: they can't have a mutual torp 1v1 hammer fight to start the you entire know,
0: thing. The- theoretically they can doing like player's honor.
1: I mean, yeah, theoretically they can, but I mean... <laughs>
0: no one's actually gonna do it <laughs> yeah like they would do it if it's like the last game of the season and both of them are out of contention for the uh playoffs they would do it then but, but right now no they have yeah. too many games they have to make up for
1: mm-hmm. but yeah we get to start this week on thursday with atlanta and washington which should be interesting
0: uh i'm giving it to atlanta and it's real
1: <laughs> yeah i am too uh, and then we have the battle for LA after at six o'clock Pacific time, and then that's it for Thursday. So, yeah, two games, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then Friday we get mayhem in Paris. I'm gonna give it to Paris.
0: Same. I want to. Well, say maybe Paris. actually, no. Hits cancel band again. We are not making this mistake again.
1: That is true. So yeah, soon we'll be out probably. Well, xe has gone too.
0: So yeah. We're not making okay. this mistake again. It's not as easy. A, it's not as black and white as we just thought.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah, I had to th- rethink about that. So, Mayhem may have a chance, but Mayhem's yeah. kind of hit scan heavy too.
0: Mm-hmm. And they of their, also have their a...
1: DPS players.
0: But think about it, they have Fate, who isn't a big the biggest fan of Reinhardt, as we've seen in the past. He next to force to Winston. So, this might be his meta.
1: It might be, yeah, because Lucio is eligible to play. So. We could see a bit of Dive, even. Yeah,
0: we might see Dive. Oh. And they also have Moira. So they can do, like, they could do, like, a budget goats thing. <laughs> oh, no. it's going to be the turn of the goats?
1: <gasps> mm, probably not. Uh, but then we have Boston and Toronto. Second game on Friday. I want to give it to Toronto. But yeah. after the way Toronto just played against Houston, I'm not really sure.
0: But, like, they did have some good in the match against Houston. And they're going to be going up against Uprising who only has one win. Which is also against Houston. Yeah. So, <laughs> So. <laughs> um, I know it's leaning more towards the fight. But I would not be surprised if Uprising finally gets another win here sort of situation.
1: Same. Um, um, after that, we've got, yeah, we got Dallas and San Francisco. I'm going to go with shock on this one.
0: Same. As much as Dallas
1: looks... Yeah, as much as Dallas looks improved, they're not that improved.
0: Yeah, there's only only so much improvement you can do against a team like the Shock. But, like, at the same time, Reinhardt's out of the meta. Which is, like, I don't know, like, Super nice to use the Reinhardt.
1: Yeah, and Super's...
0: I don't know, it's like, this is one of those things It's gonna be a no-difficult thing. But, you know, I'm I'm still going to vote Shock. But Fuel yeah. might put in a fight, maybe?
1: Maybe, yeah. I mean, Gamsu's pretty good main tank in his own right, so... Yeah. Uh, hey, but
0: Gamsu can't do a cheeky shadow now, so...
1: True. But, I mean, well, if, like... if, as long as Gamsu can, like, get an upper hand on Super, because Super, let's face it, Super tilts pretty dang easily. Yeah. If Gamsu can just annoy Super just enough, it might give them a little bit of a fighting chance but I even in that case I still think Shock is pretty good overall with the rest of their players that it won't break their back per se.
0: Yeah. Um, And that would be the end of Friday. Friday is the only day that has three games? Yep. Yeah. Uh, after that uh, Saturday and Sunday are only morning games. Morning. 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 Games. Ugh. You think after years of doing this podcast I th- Start to get over my speech impediment a bit more.
1: Yeah, we're almost there. We're getting there.
0: Yeah. Uh, but we have Hunters versus Charge. Uh, and then Dragons versus Spock for Saturday morning games. I honestly don't know if we're going to stay up and watch these.
1: I might stay up to watch Hunters and Charge. Just because they're at 1 in the morning. 1 a.m., so yeah. So by the time they finish, I'll probably sleep. <laughs> uh, so I'll, pro- I'll probably of... watch the the highlights or the VOD for Shanghai and Hangzhou. But, yeah,
0: I'm kind of I'm kind of tired of seeing the 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 Chinese teams play on against each other again. Like, can we just put in another Titans game or something? Like Titans haven't gone against uh dragons, right? Like do that.
1: Yeah, please. <laughs> but yeah, Titans have this week off, uh. So we're getting a an exact repeat of two weeks ago, basically where the Chinese teams are only playing against each other. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the charge over the hunters. Same. And. I mean, honestly, just dragons over spark because dragons, despite their one loss, have looked a lot better. But maybe that's just because the hero bands worked in their favor. Whereas spark, the hero bands just kind of messed with them just enough to throw them off just enough.
0: <laughs> maybe? Question mark?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Sunday games are Guangzhou and Hangzhou. God, say that three times fast. And, Guangzhou Hangzhou. <laughs> and Chengdu against the Dragons. so Charge Spark might be a little more of a, th- a toss up they usually play pretty close games historically between the two of them uh, but again I think I'm gonna have to give it to Charge just because of what the bands are currently
0: yeah I can see that especially since like Nero still gets to be on his May and say hey in there
1: Pretty much, <laughs> uh, and then for the Chengdu Hunters and Shanghai Dragons, I'm probably gonna give it to the Dragons.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't argue and like add on to that one because it's just Dragons.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know you, you know the Hunters. Chinmu is gonna play the Pharaoh and take advantage of no hit scan. Yeah, I but at the, the same Dragons. Time. Yeah, I think the Dragons are have a pretty good roster at DPS that they can play around that too. Yeah, and mean, it's, they, and it, they might play their own Far Mercy into it.
0: <laughs> and you also have to think about how this past week you did see a lot of Baptiste to counter the forest to be like an extra hit scan. So maybe they're going to do that kind of route. Or maybe we see Soldier 76. Maybe he comes in. So it's, it's one of those things. We also also have Sombra in the middle. Maybe Sombra's going to come out and hack them. Because, you know, Sombra hacking a Wrecking Ball, that's what hunters tend to like, go with. Like, Wrecking Ball is kind of useless when he's hacked. Yeah, so. so
1: they yeah they might take advantage of
0: that. So if you have like a bunch of heroes that become useless with a Sombra, dragons might run a Sombra. We, we we just have to wait and see. Yeah, Those are the upcoming games for the Overwatch League. And we don't have a This weekend in Vaniant segment because we don't actually have Vaniant games. And we don't have a Vaniant Versus either because... The games are on Thursday, and Valiant has to put all the time into prepping since they only have like three days to prep. Yep. <sighs> That's scary. But at the same time, uh, the Gnadiators only have three days to prep, so you know. Yeah. Oh, I actually... just cracked my arm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they actually played yesterday too, so maybe they're gonna be tired. Yeah, so they might be a little mentally tired. but mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say for sure. I mean, these guys are these guys are pretty mentally tough. I mean. Especially the guys that have been here since season one when like burnout was such a factor so I don't know, yeah maybe, every maybe team they're... playing
0: twice a week like yeah a.
1: And, yeah burnout wasn't as bad last season but it still existed <laughs> so who yeah. knows? maybe maybe they're mentally strong enough where it doesn't really bother them at this point in the season at least
0: but at the same time having such a defeat against the shock who you would have thought would be like a win for them. It's, can be a little no demoralizing.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, um uh, we did not have any games for Vanya. Did have have any verses? But they did come out with a video. We finally got the end of Mario Party. <laughs> I'm sad yeah. to say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we finally got the end of that, and Gig just coming out of nowhere, <laughs> winning it all.
0: Yeah, like he had he had such a redemption arc. Everybody was bullying him. They all, like, they tag-teamed against him. Everybody was throwing the the items at him to snow him down. And somehow, somehow he's still supposed to. Like, it's funny because they even tried to, like, trick him into buying an item so he wouldn't have enough coins or something. And they shouldn't have done that because he actually ended up buying an item that ended up saving him.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and... I feel like they were all like, oh, no, what did we do when that happened? Because I'm like, oh, no, we like, tricked him into doing something that actually helped him for once. Because this entire game has just been debating gig. And he gets his revenge in the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. It's actually like really cute because at one point, Dreamer got the chance to just screw anybody over. And then everybody starts sucking up to him. Yeah. <laughs> so he had the power.
1: He really did.
0: Yeah it was really fun to watch I would watch all three of the games that they had one after another just to get the complete saga because this is going to be the last thing they have for a while Uh, David did come into the chat earlier today saying that this was recorded back in like January so they don't have much left and obviously they don't have like any means to record anything right now aside from like them sitting in front of a webcam so that's probably the only thing we're going to see on the uh, YouTube channel will be the high nights of the games, the high nights of the Vanyan Versus, and the occasional player POV because they did put Nastro's POV against the shock. Yep. <laughs> With, uh, they also included the timestamp that everybody wants to see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did.
0: So, yeah, we're not going to see much on the Valiant YouTube, which sucks because Vaniant's one of those teams that has consistently put out content on their YouTube, trying to make something. Even if it gets no views, like some of these don't even break a thousand views, but they just keep making them. Like you went from having stuff like uh, custom news network which would get thousands of views. Like I think the noest one ever got was like 4,000 views. But they they would get like thousands of views. Uh, same with Game of Snacks, they'd get a few thousand views as well. But they don't. They can't do stuff like that anymore because you know, quarantine. So uh, so the stuff they have is isn't that good. But you know, you, I don't want to say it not that good, but it's not as like. It's not as skit heavy, I guess. It's not as. Yeah. The, it, th-
1: it's it's th- it's th- things are a little more. I guess you could say, like, reality show-based kind of content now mm-hmm. rather than, like, scripted stuff.
0: The scripted stuff comes out really funny sometimes. Sometimes you get really good unscripted stuff, like uh, everybody's sucking up to Dreamer. But you, yeah. there's only s- you can't really... you Even that stuff you can't do anymore because now they can't do it in person.
1: Yeah, but... I mean, maybe there's another time to put tinfoil ahead on, but I also want to say that the downturn in views, at least for the content, is probably partially because of just... How upset a lot of people were with the off season, and you know losing, you know these big personalities, big players that we knew, and bringing in, you know, a lot of players that people hadn't heard of because people don't really watch contenders as much as they should, um, which isn't fair, you know, to the players or to the content team, because you know they're all just doing what they want to do or. Rather being told what they at least for the content team, they're coming up with this stuff and they're trying to push out. And like we said, they're pushing out content like consistently, so we have to hand it off to the content team for doing something, you know? Yeah, because I guess so many teams have done nothing. The, the yeah, yeah, there's a lot of teams out there that just don't have much content as far as what their content team puts team put out. But yeah, I, I want to say just the downturn in views just has to do with people just unfortunately being turned off from the team. Yeah, cause because you don't of, have
0: these, uh, you don't have those like. Nair-specific stuff, like, you know, custom News Network was so so much about Kusta, and you have that personality there, and you really can't get that now, um, and it's at the worst time, because it's not like they can start one of these new shows, they can't do a, like, Game of Snacks uh, Season 2 with Upnai and McGravy, which is something I kind of really wanted to see, because the two of them do have a knot of, like... N- funny moments together like they have that they have that synergy it's not the same synergy as uh kareeb and aginities but it's still very funny like the way they interact with each other but they can't do that because they can't set up a set there i don't even like i doubt that their uh, kitchen in their apartment would be big enough to do it because what they used to do it was the knash royale's team house which they no longer have knash royale
1: yeah Uh, i i still for one want them to do like a ksf reads ksf tweets or just ksf reading tweets kind of content show where he gets like deep and philosophical like one of those like kind of like parody kind of things
0: i I feel like they could still do that because that's something he can do in front of a webcam yeah like yeah he could
1: he could totally do that and then just you know the editors just work there and the content yeah the content team works their magic in the editing process you know, to add in, you know, some filters or sound effects and stuff, you know, to play on the parody of it being a deep philosophical show. So,
0: What they could do is see if they can find uh, a decent enough camera that looks better than the webcam, but it's cheap enough that they don't have to worry if it breaks because KSF. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give him a tripod, have him set it up so he's, like, sitting in front of, like, a blank wall so it's easier to edit. Because, like, you know, honestly, the webcam quality isn't too good. You can see uh, in... The other, like, slightly content-wise thing that they did, they put this out on Twitter and not on YouTube, which is kind of understandable for what this was of. It was uh, McGravy talking about, like, three animes that he would recommend and challenging a pie to watch one of them in a week. And honestly, his webcam is not the biggest, not the best. Ah, I accidentally connected to start and he said, hey, guys, in my ear.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not the best quality webcam that he has, but also it's not the worst I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I think what doesn't help is the lighting in his room because he has this like blue lighting in his room, which like, I guess it works because Vanin's new, But he also has posters in the background, and he's also very pale, so it kind of washes him out. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like he need to be more like having having like a backdrop right behind him rather than having his room behind him, where like the light can bounce up against the walls and stuff. Cause it washes him out like he yeah. need, he needs to have maybe like a, a knack background against him so that it doesn't the, the blue doesn't bounce back to him and wash him out so much.
1: Yeah, same thing with his shirt. I don't know if he was wearing like a white shirt or just some kind of light colored shirt, but yeah, it the looks shirt got gray
0: to me. But it, that might it also great? be the blue nighting.
1: yeah, about to say. But his, yeah, his shirt got kind of drowned out. That just and to me, that made him look even more like pale,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's these things that you don't think about until you actually start videotaping it's like oh wow the sunlight behind me makes it impossible to actually see my face
1: yeah but uh besides that i mean mcgravy did have his uh 24 pairs of socks stolen
0: (laughs) hey i found new socks (laughs) yeah what is with these players are they doing this on purpose
1: maybe so i mean after seeing that mcgravy tweet and then apply reply Saying just found free socks, let's go with the GIF. I wanna say <laughs> that they're setting these up, especially yeah. you know, with apply saying, Damn, I lost my AirPods and then KSF like Tim and Slayer, tweeting, found AirPods, let's go. <laughs> so...
0: Yeah. But um we didn't actually talk about the anime that uh McGravy recommended. <laughs> uh
1: oh yeah, about say what three I needed. It was to read.
0: uh my teen romantic
1: Oh snafu? yeah my t- yeah my, my t- romantic
0: comedy is snafu.
1: Yeah, Kayon.: And K-On is
0: so cute. I would recommend that to like anybody who wants something like cutesy and not like it, it has an like, some plot in it but it's not like plot heavy as in like you you look away for a second and suddenly everybody's dead and you don't know why sort of thing. No, this is just girls playing music and being cute while doing it.
1: Yeah, I've that's one I've always been meaning to watch because everyone just talks about like how like ridiculous and funny it is, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, but yeah, I see he also suggested High Haiku, which is one I've heard a lot about too, but also have not watched.
0: Yeah, like I haven't heard much about Snafu. I've heard some friends talk about it, and it seems kind of cute. Um, apparently, some people in a Knob that does uh, like requests for others, like they. I, I I that can be the setup to something funny. Um it has teen romantic comedy so I'm assuming it's going to be a romantic comedy.
1: Yeah. But yeah uh, Ply has 1 week to watch the first season of Haikyuu. Haikyuu? Yeah. So let's, Wait, see one, if, uh, let's see if he does.
0: <laughs> that one's one that uh I've heard a lot about. Like, K-On and are the Keon and Haikyuu the the Keon's the only one I've actually watched. Haikyuu's one I've heard a lot about and Snafu is one I've barely heard about. Uh, and like, he is the one that McGravy seems to be like one of his favorites I think it was his favorite until recently another one, The Throne didn't put it into second place somewhere in our anime channel he talks about it like yeah. it's, if you if you want to talk anime with him, he occasionally is in Vanyan's anime channel I still find it hilarious that we, we made an anime channel though Like how long did we have to riot to get that? Probably not long we're all weebs <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's one. It's something he talked about, like, oh, it's like, it's it's about guys in a volleyball team, and you know the competitive aspect of it, and he likes it because he's in competitive esports. I'm like, you weeb, <laughs> you mm-hmm. weave. <weeb." laughs> I can't wait to see if Upnight actually does go through with it and watches it. They should like force him to just saying like it's part of your contract. <laughs> it's part of your contract to create content. You have to watch it now.
1: I mean, I. I agree. They totally should.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this sucks. They can't be in person, so they can't be forced to do cosplay.
1: Unfortunately, yeah.
0: Come on, guys, because I can see uh, McGravy doing a high Q cosplay.
1: I can see that too.
0: Yeah. Um. I think that's all that Bandit really put out content-wise. Um. One nil video on the Twitter and another video on the YouTube. Uh, this is a relatively short video on the u- on the Twitter. It's nesting than two minutes long. If you want to watch it and see him just talk about anime, you know. Oh, they should have like like weekly anime review stuff with McRavy. That'd be funny.
1: They should, yeah.
0: I feel like oh, I was like I feel like I'm forgetting another video. Yeah, I am. And the reason I'm forgetting it's not from Banyan. It's from the Overwatch League. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, week, that stuff too.
0: Last week we joked around, we like, oh, they made a fake documentary, uh, commercial thingy, trainer for Nori. Uh, it was not fake. They actually made like a mini documentary video for Nori. I I don't know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, I totally was not expecting it. I thought it was just a total joke, and uh, apparently no, no. It was a real thing that they were doing.
0: I mean, I, for one, fully accept this because, you know, Nori is adorable. I love cats. I love seeing cats be cute. I love seeing cats do bleh. And I love seeing the tenant be made fun of. Same. <laughs> it's just so cute. You see Nori and then you see, who is it, Reinforce being called the Swedish Sushi supporter. supporter. I don't know. I don't know. They Mr. have X so many is, funny uh, names. May
1: enthusiast.
0: Uh who was it Sideshow that they could not reach for a comment?
1: Yeah, and his wear belts are currently unknown. Oh my god. <laughs> but then who was it? I think it was was it Bren then made like was like doing a comparison, talking about how great Nori's fur is and then said now compare that to Sideshow's forehead
0: Yes. I, I want I that sounds like something Bren would do. He would one hundred percent be the one to make fun of Sideshow.
1: Yeah. Jaws is also a proud fish father.
0: Oh my god, he was! <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember. All, like everybody had the funniest like descriptors. Like you had Zoe, who just who was just Nori's mom, which is adorable because she's so proud of her baby. Uh, yep. Her little cat baby, mm-hmm. and I think Custis is like you hate to see it sideshow uh, yeah. on the desk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but then also let's not and- forget we might not see Nori anymore because. So he did get real for a second and say that even though he had been in talks with the producers to get him, you know, a bigger time gig on the show, that uh, his daily rates went up from five treats a day to 20. And honestly, so he doesn't think it's in the budget.
0: I mean, if they get rid of both Sideshow and Mr. X, they have a bigger budget. And as we will, Norway could do both of their jobs.
1: Yep. Well, I mean, that's what they discussed in the video, too.
0: Shh, even though Mr. Smarter. X...
1: Even though Mr. X did try to defend himself, but still.
0: Come on, you can't defend yourself against a cat. We've been over this. Mhm. But, yeah, um, Nori's story it became a thing, and it's adorable. You should go watch it. It currently has 20,000 views, and I'm kind of disappointed it does not have more. Because, come on, cat video.
1: Same, it should have more.
0: I think that's the only important video that the Overwatch League actually put out.
1: Yeah, because everything else was just highlights.
0: Yeah, who cares about the High Nights? We care about the cat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh Variant next week has one game. Uh hopefully we get to see some kind of content of them. Maybe apply watching the anime McGrady uh recommended to him and we get to see his thoughts on it. Maybe he finally admits that he's a because we all know he is deep down.
1: <laughs> True.
0: I think that's it for us this week. Uh, If you want to keep up to date with everything VoicingVaniant, you can find us on Twitter at VoicingVaniant. If you want to keep up to date with everything NAVaniant, you can find them at NAVaniant on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. Uh, That's it for us, guys. See you next week.
1: Bye, guys. See you all later. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> I know we like to we like to make memes about how cats wanna murder us, but <laughs> this is not the it's time not. or place for it. <laughs> Nor did I think murder would ever actually be involved with cats. <laughs>